Hi, welcome to the Joyful Balance podcast. You're here with your two hosts. I'm I'm Mira and I've got Denise with me. Um, I'm a nutritionist with a specialist um, interest in nutrition for mental health. Denise is a cognitive behavioral hypnotherapist working with clients around sleep and habit change. And together we're here to bring you all the information you need about neuroscience, psychology and nutrition. I take care of the neuroscience and nutrition, Denise does the psychology and we're here to take you on a journey to understanding your mind, your body and your mental health and how all of these different things are interlinked. So we're delighted to have you on the journey with us and today it's a little bit of a different episode because we're going to be talking about um, all the things that we've been practicing daily that help make our lives more healthier and, and even better. And we'll be telling you about our struggles along the way and how we've been working towards our goals. And yeah, all the more. So I'll start with first. Hi, Denise. How are you? Hi, I am fine. Look, it's been seven weeks. Yeah. So it's been quite a journey and it's been up and down, not going to lie. Left, right <laughs> as well <laughs> sometimes. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine today. It's a, it's a yucky day outside in terms of weather. But, you know, life is good. How yeah. are you doing? I'm all right. I um, So for those who aren't in the UK at this moment in time, it's gone very grey, very wet. Uh, so we're, we're finally having winter, so it's not so fun. But um, in terms of how the last seven weeks have gone, pretty well, I would say. Uh, there's definitely been some challenges on the personal front, which have distracted me a little bit. But I know that I'll get back on track and we'll be great. Good. Good, good, good. So as you were saying in this um, intro, we've been on our little journey for the past seven weeks and we've made different promises to ourselves. And if I remember correctly, one of yours was exercise, yeah. right? So how, how did that go? Can you tell us? Yeah, of course. So it's been a really interesting one, actually. Um, so as I've alluded to on previous episodes, I'm not the biggest fan of exercise. I don't enjoy it. I haven't historically, I should say, enjoyed it. I've tried various things like Zumba classes, done a lot of yoga, tried to go on the treadmill, done outdoors running. Um, I did have personal training for a while, a, li- a long time ago when I had a corporate job. Um, and it all sort of fell by the wayside. Mm. Now, obviously, the more research and work that I do in this area around nutrition and lifestyle um, measures for uh, mental health, mm. I've realised you cannot escape the huge amount of benefit that exercise has for your mental health and and how it functionally changes your brain for the better. Absolutely. So, you know, I realised, okay, I've got to practice what I preach and try this out. So my challenge was I needed to try and get to the gym three times a week because I'd also stopped going to my co-working space as Mm -hmm. much, which was a decent half-hour walk each way. Um, So I I rejoined my local gym. And it's actually gone pretty well, I would say. Mm. Um, I've been able to keep to it for the most part, apart from when I've either been on my like period, and for me, like, apologies if this is TMI, but I don't think we operate on like that on this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, like, I, I can be quite heavy when I start, and it's just yeah. not comfortable for me no, to be in the not gym. Um, so there's been a couple of times where I've only gone twice a week, and admittedly, because I've had a lot of personal stuff going on, I've needed to kind of get sorted I Mm. only went to the gym once last week so but I know that that's okay it's not ideal but it's okay because I know that I'm going to recommit this week to going back Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing is um, I tend to do about half an hour-ish on the cross trainer. Okay. Which I find really gets my heart rate up, up, up. Yeah. Which is great. And I actually just quite enjoy like the challenge of pushing myself on it. Mm-hmm. And then I've downloaded one or two fitness apps and then I follow a weighted workout for another like 20 minutes. Oh, so. so you kind of do like 50, 50 yeah. minutes to an hour every day? Yeah, well, not when, every day. Not every day, no. when, when you do... So go. three times a week. Three times a week, okay. So I'd like to try and up that this week. So what I'm going to do this week is a bit of a challenge just to see how it feels is to go four times a week. So do Monday... So my cycle has always been Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And now I just want to see how Monday, Tuesday, break Wednesday, Thursday, Friday works. Oh, Just I to see, see what see, it's I like, see. you know? Okay, okay. But because I just... Because I'm so sedentary the rest of the week... Yeah. Because I'm working from home... Yeah. I need some way... And I just find, for me personally, trying to go out and get a walk midday, I will procrastinate and put it off. I know what I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be like, oh, I'll do it at one o'clock. Yeah, oh, no, maybe I'll do yeah, it at two o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it after work and then oh no but I've got to do this and like that and I just won't do it so for me it has to be first thing otherwise I'm gonna faff about for the rest of the day so I thought why not just try and see how going four times a week feels because actually Mm -hmm. like some of the workouts they're really tough but I get something out of it and that I'm just trying to lift these weights or like I'm trying a different type of exercise I've not done before so I, and also, you know, maybe there's a social opportunity at the gym to maybe meet more people or like at least see familiar faces every week, right? And mm-hmm, get out of mm-hmm, my house mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm working from home. So I would say that has, considering that I, like the thought of doing this challenge before I had decided to do it would have felt like, oh no, I don't want to do this at all. Like this sounds shit. Yeah. Um, this time has felt so much more achievable and like, less painful than I thought it was going to feel, which is actually really great. Okay, and how... I'm just thinking, would you consider going for those kinds of classes where you like, I don't know, Zumba or, you know, Pilates or yeah, whatever so with, annoyingly, with more people in the same room? Annoyingly, my gym doesn't do Pilates and I, w- I really wish it did. Like, mm. I'd love to do the reform of Pil- trial oh, reform yes. of Pilates. Yes, 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 yes. But they don't offer it, which really sucks. And that, like, I would, now that I have learned finally how to drive... Uh, which Yay. is a whole I know thank god I've actually driven to Denise's today where we're doing the podcast and so I, this was like my first time going on the M1 by myself but I was fine nothing happened even though my phone decided to like stop working halfway through with all the directions <laughs> but I managed um uh even though now I can drive to a gym that's further away that will do that kind of class I've got a 12 month commitment to this yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. so actually I've got the weights that I need I've got the cross trainer. There are classes, but for some reason, this gym does it at really weird times. And they're all very, like, hit driven, it feels oh, like. Yeah. I don't love hit. Hit is not my no, my no. thing at We've all. We've covered this, I think, yeah, in the first I, episode I, of I this just, season. I hate hit. Like, no, I don't no. like hit at all. It's not my vibe either. So, I think for me, it's like, it's... um. It's experimenting with the different, like, app classes. Like, that whole following an app thing really works for me, I think, for okay. the most part. And then just challenging myself around like what weight I carry. So is it like, I've done, I've tried to go up to like, this sounds so weedy, but like go up to four kilograms. And because I, I, there was one night I went out really late the night before and I thought, no, I've made a commitment to go to the gym. Even if I go for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, at least I've gone. So I did like 10 minutes on the cross trainer and then, then I did a 10 minute arm workout, but I used heavier weights. 
I definitely felt it the next day where mm. I was like, oh, this is painful. So it's just me experimenting with different app classes, um, trying out, you know, different weights, being comfortable with like just doing my own thing in the gym. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one day I can think about joining some of the classes. But for now, they just don't really appeal at all. So I'm not going to push myself. Mm. Um, yeah. But the point is I'm cementing the whole piece around just going and yeah. making the effort. And yeah. I think I'm doing pretty well. No, you, you are. It sounds like you are. Mm. And for those of you listening, um, what Mira is referring to when she says cementing this, you know, uh, approach and habit, it's um, uh, very much described and detailed in our episode with Slee. Mm. Um, if you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't heard the episode where Slee takes us on this journey about habit change and how to ensure that you're setting yourself up for success. One of those um, um, learnings there is about commitment and uh, cementing a new activity and, you know, instilling that within you before you add on to different things. Absolutely. And like, for me, it's also like, what I definitely find beneficial is laying out my clothes, getting my gym bag ready before the night before so I can literally pick it up and go. Mm. Like that definitely makes a bit of a difference. For me, it has to be first thing in the morning, otherwise I will procrastinate and put it off and it doesn't feel great going at lunchtime. For me personally, I can sometimes do it, but yeah, for me it's always it's always best done in the morning. That's very good. I'm I'm glad you, you found that one thing that, you know, works for you and you are able to further uh, you know cemented and it's been oh, yeah seven weeks now so you've done quite well yeah like I don't I don't think my body hasn't like changed in terms of weight and stuff so I there's also an element of like needing to look at my diet and things like that and make sure that they're as you know as optimum as they could be but that's yeah that's that's uh to come so but in terms of like this is the best commitment that I've been able to make I think exercise wise and in, in a really long time so yeah you should really be happy for that thank you yeah I think so like it's not it's not my favorite thing in the world but I'm not hating it as much as I thought I would well it doesn't sound like you're hating it at all I know people keep saying like someone else said to me she goes it sounds like you're really enjoying it and I was like I don't know like I, I I am I enjoying it I know that it does me a lot of good even if I don't feel it in the moment I know overall it's doing me good it's you know yeah. we're going to talk about it in a future episode but it's very important for like your sense of psychological resilience hmm. so and if i think about in terms of like the number of anxious episodes i've had it's probably been less yes because exercise is look it's it's so important in mm-hmm. our everyday lives and uh, i think we've covered this in in one of the previous episodes so sorry guys if we are repeating ourselves but remember when we were talking about um how important exercise is Mm -hmm. for us uh, uh, getting older but stronger and maintaining our health Mm -hmm. and things like that we've always been told you know ever since we were growing up oh you should move your body but nobody really put an emphasis as to why yeah and I'm sure we we've discussed this in a previous episode and what we are trying to tell you now is that the reason why it's so important it's because it helps your mood it helps your overall sense of well-being yeah. it helps your health sleep. it helps your sleep mm-hmm. it gets you the right amount of um um happy hormones yeah it know? does it, it improves and yeah it absolutely improves your your brain's chemistry 
you know, you your um your brain is much better able to learn and remember things as a result because you're producing more of those chemicals to make that happen. So there's so many benefits to exercise. And this is coming from someone who absolutely hates it or who has hated it yes. and is now not hating it so much. Yeah. And that's really important. So I don't I know I sound happy. I wouldn't say I am really happy about it, but I know it on some subconscious level it has to be doing me some good it definitely is i mean uh, you don't you don't see uh, mira right here right now but she looks very comfortable so i'm very i'm very much thinking of how much the exercise and the posture and everything else has helped you in ways that you haven't you know discovered yet exactly totally and that's what i was trying to allude to is that sometimes we we see exercise as a good let's look good kind of exercise mm. oh let's uh, have a certain body or a certain waist circumference or yes there are benefits of doing that as well mm. and you you might want it because of i don't know you're a bodybuilder or whatever but what i'm trying to get to across regarding exercise is that it is beneficial just for life yeah end of forget about the way you look in the mirror moving your body is exercise in any shape or form, walking, dancing, jumping, whatever you fancy, it's just for life. Mm-hmm. And it's just improving your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so good. I'm really pleased. Thank you. So yeah, so in ter- I'm trying to think of any other changes that I've kind of made. Like, I think what I also did as well is like, for me, I know that, uh, for example, chocolate is a very big source of comfort. So even mm. though I do tend to go for very dark chocolate, it still contains fat, it still contains a lot of sugar. And be, to be clear, fat isn't bad for you and neither is dark chocolate in, in very in very moderate amounts. So I just stopped buying it. Mm. And that really worked in terms of like just cutting down how much I was having it. It's much harder now that we're getting closer to Christmas to avoid it. But I haven't bought any advent calendars because I'm like, nope, I'm just got to put it out of my way. Yeah. And that's been really helpful. Mm. So it's just like, I'm trying to think what else I've also done. Like, you know, just changing up sometimes what I put in my smoothies so they're less sweet. So, like, for example, I steamed and froze a bunch of cauliflower and you can add that to smoothies and mm. you don't know it's there and it creates this cre- a more creamy texture. Mm. Um, so I've just done a few, like, on the diet side, I've not done anything super radical, but just made a few little changes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And But for me, yeah, by far and large, the focus has been on exercise and it's I think that's been a really worthwhile spend of time. And I think it's really important to say you know, I wanted to only focus on one thing because I think doing so many other things was never going to really be achievable no. to do at once. Yeah. And that's what we've also said to our listeners over and over again. And the proof is in the pudding in the sense that I've been able to keep up the exercise because I haven't worried as much about everything else. Like, yeah, I've made a few tweaks here and there, but nothing major. Mm-hmm, and, it's mm-hmm. and you know, focusing on the exercise has been a really great ra- way of starting to cement that as a routine. Exactly. And that's the, the whole... Um secret if you if you're after a, a quick fix mm. <laughs> which we are not an advocate of but uh, let's say you want a quick fix just choose one yeah. thing we talked about it this whole season over and over again we talked about it with slee we talked about it with dr nisa we talked about it with everybody we've had it in anastasia last week just do one thing mm-hmm. and stick to it and 
commit to that one thing yeah start seeing the results and the benefits of that one thing and then take another decision of changing something else that whole idea of as of tomorrow i'm gonna be doing three thousand different things yeah doesn't work guys our brains are not wired like that we know we I, i mean I know we love multitasking as a word and we have, as a culture, thought about multitasking as being the thing. Yeah, we've we've definitely revered it, absolutely. It's not the thing. (laughs) It's um, probably sometimes doing us a a disservice. So think about one thing, do that one, perfect it every day, just a little bit, chip away at it, practice Mm -hmm. it, practice it, practice it. And then believe that it's going to have a positive effect on on your life. And see what happens in 28 days or so. Exactly. Stick to it. Even with the sleep routine. We said that in a couple of weeks ago in our sleep episode. Once you do a little change, Mm -hmm. just stick with that change. Don't add more changes to it. Just stick to that one to see if it works. And test it for yourself. And don't believe what every other guru out there is going to tell you. I think that's actually a really good point. Because like, you know... I've uh, I think I've mentioned on this podcast before certainly in this season is like you know you see a lot of um TikTok people giving various advice some of it good some of it bad um and then some of it kind of in between and I think it's so easy to get swept up in it um and just take advice from like so many different people and off you'd hope that most of them are saying the same right thing but you will get some who aren't qualified, who haven't done any study, are perhaps either relying on personal experience or on very limited understanding. Mm. And that's a that's a dangerous... It's not your fault because they make the advice so attractive in terms of it being a quick fix, being mm. that it's easy and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I think um, go for quality advice and just do one thing at a time. So like, and, and it is a case of experimentation. So this week it's like, okay, experiment with, can you go one more time, one extra time a week and just mm-hmm. see how that feels? Mm. Um, yeah, and so and so I'm just, that's what I'm gonna experiment with. And just Great. see how it goes. Yeah. Great, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, very, that's very good. But that's enough about me. How about you? Can you remind us what you were gonna sort of promise to yourself over this podcast season? Well, one of my promises to myself was that I would seek joy Mm. much more and um, find those moments of joy and not be so prescriptive to everything and anything that I want to to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And to some extent, I have practiced that ever since we we started. Mm -hmm. And... um, One thing, if you follow me on Instagram, you will probably have seen this in one of my stories. Um, November is my uh, birthday month. Mm-hmm. I'm not born every day of the month. <laughs> that would not make sense. I mean, some people feel like they are. There's nothing wrong with having a big birthday. Exactly. But I decided many years ago uh, that November is my birthday month because awesome. people live in different places. I don't always see all of my friends at once. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate at different times. Anyway, this particular month, um, at the beginning of the month uh, we went on a trip uh, my partner and I went on a trip and um, at this particular um, 
place there were a few um what you call them aloe vera plants okay and you were walking past this um aloe veras but they were on a path mm -hmm. in order to go and see a big statue so okay. everybody imagine was going up and down this path quite narrow to mm -hmm. get to this particular statue which is like a touristic attraction anyway and here i was walking and then with my little eye i mm -hmm. spot a snail in one of the aloe vera uh, leaves okay mind you they were big aloe veras not tiny ones gotcha right? so i see the snail i see it i look at it but then we were so focused on getting to the statue, statue yeah that i didn't particularly stop at that moment in time anyway we go we see the statue picture picture and we go as i say and then we come back down the path still a lot of people mm. and i say to my partner say okay I need to find the snail. I really need to. So I start looking into these aloe vera leaves to find my snail just to see if he's, you know, gone. Okay. And um, I find him. And then I spend the next 10 minutes, I'm not going to lie, crouching down to this leaf, looking at my little snail. Because the reason why I was staring at this little creature is because he was completely black. Oh, it was fully black. Oh, wow. So that's why I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen the story because I was completely taken aback. Do you have a photo of it? Yes, I do. Oh, okay, you're going to have to show. Yeah, you'll I have will. to repost it when we put this episode out. I will. I will. So this particular little guy, he was fully black. And for me, in my, you know, 30 plus years of life, it was the first time that I've seen one. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God, he's fully black. People were coming up and down and up and down and thinking, oh, why is this woman... <laughs> so fascinating. Fascinating, staring into a field of aloe veras. Anyway, I could not give a monkeys mm. that they were staring or that they were looking or that they were curious or that... I was just having a purely joyous moment looking mm. at this snail, analyzing his little bits. Yep. I don't know exactly how to call them, antennas, whatever oh, they yeah, are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was, I was just bathing in the joy of looking at this creature on this leaf, minding his own business, mm. right? And my other half was taking pictures of me because it was just so very exciting for him to... Uh, do you know what's so funny is I was literally just about to ask what your partner was doing. Yes, she was taking pictures of me that's so sweet. taking picture of my snail. <laughs> and so that's what I mean. It was a long way of telling you my, my joyous story. But that's what I've been focusing on. Now, the other thing that I wanted to say is that I have given this advice many times mm -hmm. and I have followed this advice in the past seven weeks or so of just going out mm -hmm. to a park or a forest, whichever it's closest to you, or even if you just have one tree around you yeah, and literally go up to the tree trunk, but go close, either hug your tree, mm -hmm. caress the trunk, have a look, but really, really, really look at it. Mm -hmm. How many, you know, veins or strands or how does it look? How does it feel? Does it have moss? Does it not? Those kinds of things. The reason for it is basically psychological because we know spending time in nature is very, very beneficial for our brain health. It's very beneficial to calm our mood, but it also helps us with mindfulness. It brings us in the present moment and surprise, surprise to some of us, maybe not to you, but to some of us, like me, brings joy. Yeah. The reason being, you see a little ant. The ant is doing its own way, you know? So you see life in a different way. Yeah. And you're joyous that other little creatures are having their, you know, time in the sun. 
So I've said that many, many times to a lot of people around me, including a, an elderly gentleman who happens to to be my boss in you know in one of my my work streams and he was like what do you mean do i have to hug a tree and i said well, look you don't really have to physically go and hug it if you don't want to but just go and see it and yeah. take that time and experience it and so on anyway a couple of weeks later he told me you know what you told me to hug a tree i didn't hug it because it still feels weird to me mm. but i actually am now doing my morning walks by myself in my little park Aww. and i have my little tree that i go up up That's close awesome. to yeah. and see them and that brings me joy because i see them and they are still you know although it's autumn now they're still in their prime and i see the moss and i see how nature changes and that brings me peace and joy that's so lovely so that also brings me joy yeah now in terms of other exercise related things i said i will just walk and that was in our first episode we were talking about how how much I, I do enjoy walking and how I don't particularly like the gyms and things yeah. like that. It's just, that's just personal preference. Uh, I continue to don't, not like the gyms. That hasn't changed. <laughs> walking has been a weird one for me. Okay. I have to be honest. So the, the experiencing joy piece works and still works to this day. Yeah. As in worked and still works. But the um, exercise piece... I deprioritized it and that I say that with a heavy heart not because it's not a priority but because life got extremely busy mm. and I had to decide whether would I see this client or would I go for a walk oh wow okay so super 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 busy it's been just very busy the last few weeks mm -hmm. and I was very well up until probably week four or five but then there was just so many things happening. Some of them were physical, like going to events and conferences. Obviously, you're on your feet and yeah, it and counts you, like yeah, exercise. and you travelled away for some of your yes, work, didn't you? a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. The last few weeks were crazy, but now I'm just I in the last couple of weeks it kind of got downgraded to priorities. Okay. So I had to prioritize what am I going to spend that hour on yeah. more and. It's not necessarily the right thing always mm. because sometimes I didn't prioritize correctly. I'm not saying I didn't prioritize my clients, but I, I didn't prioritize like, um, let me, let me rephrase this. It's not like I didn't prioritize my clients, but I prioritized my availability to them too much. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of keeping half an hour here or there for me, mm. I was just flat out. Right, okay. So that is a learning. Mm. And as a therapist, yes, therapists can get burnt out. Oh, absolutely. And um, last night, I think it was about 10 o'clock at night when I closed down the laptop. And I was, uh, I was like, okay, if I see another written mm. on a computer or a or a screen kind of thing i think i would just throw it out the window so i decided to go for a bath which is my way of nice. signaling to myself that this is self-care moment mm -hmm. um and as i was doing that i took up a, a cosmo and you know cosmopolitan magazine oh they're yeah of, they're full of um 
quizzes. Yes. Oh, who doesn't love a Cosmo quiz? Yes, I think Mira for a second thought about a cosmopolitan drink. So no, she... no, I didn't <laughs> at no, all. Didn't? Oh, no, I, no, okay. no, no. I knew you meant the magazine. <laughs> okay. I mean, no judgment either way, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was doing this quiz and I, it, the quiz was about burnout. And I was ah. like, ha, 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 I am not burned out. Um, you, you know, you take them with a pinch of salt. Anyway, there were three different answers that you possibly could have gotten. A, you were burnt out, go to your GP or your therapist and sort that one out and mm. don't wait another day. B was, you're not burnt out, but you're nearly there. But you're heading that way, yeah. And, and C was like, okay, life is good. Yeah. Carry on what you're doing. I was B and I was okay. very surprised. Wow. I was super, super surprised. I redid the test thinking that, okay, I think I might have replied <laughs> wrong. Anyway, I redid it again and it was again B. So I was like, okay, maybe the universe is trying to give me mm-hmm. a lesson here. And uh, so as of last night, which is less than 12 hours ago, I have decided to listen. <laughs> so I'm taking a little bit more time for myself and uh, my walking that I normally do on a daily basis and I haven't done in the last few weeks and um, prioritizing health a little bit more because it's yeah. so easy to deprioritize oh, it. Oh, absolutely. So I've, I've had a lot of family stuff going on this week that's needed my attention. So it's so easy to be like, okay, I'll go for convenience foods or I will, I don't know, like not exercise or not go to the gym because I need to be running around and doing X, Y, Z. It's I've definitely done that this week and prioritized personal stuff because mm. you know that's what had to be done but I think I think what's important to remember is that there's an element of self-regulation here in mm. that you you know and it's an important part of resilience as well which is a topic we'll come to in a in the next episode of this podcast is that it's about having that that not presence of mind isn't the right word but like having that ability to step back look at behaviors that you're doing and say okay this is what I've dropped and this is what I need to pick back up because there will be times that life pulls you in different directions Mm. and means that you can't you don't have the time to dedicate to doing all of the wellness practices that you know help you or are good for you and that's fine life happens right Mm. we've just got to roll with the punches but as soon as you're able to sit back and think hmm okay I need to change things up because I'm not feeling or being as healthy as I know I can. That's a very important part of resilience, I think. Yes, and we we will discuss it in in the next episode because we think it decide it it needs. Its oh, it definitely episode. deserves it. Yeah. Um, just to to uh, maybe circle a little bit back to my um, experience. So, because this episode is about daily practices that works for yes. us and some some day sometimes they are daily practices mm-hmm. like you were just describing about your gym bag and things like that mm-hmm. and my walking and hugging of trees mm-hmm. and looking at snails but sometimes it is more of a general practice it doesn't yeah. have to be every day in order for it to be a habit of yours it can be just like a you associated with something else i.e when i pack my gym bag i get into the mood of yeah right so that doesn't have to be necessarily daily practice mm-hmm. it can it can be uh, multiple times a week um and this daily practice that has helped me um with the workload with life with you know getting into this autumn season where days are shorter not a fan 
none of us like winter. <laughs> um, none of the two of us, I mean. Yeah. Other people in the universe love winter. We just happen not to be those ones. We can't be friends with those people. <laughs> I'm only um, joking. Yeah, I know, I know. So what helped me was continuing my journey with manifestation. I told mm-hmm. you in the first episode where I was doing this book thing and it was a practical book called Make It Happen and I we linked it in the description. So yeah. go back to that one, you'll find it. It really helped. Okay. The reason why it helped is that it became a morning practice, yeah. i.e. I wake up, do my morning uh, you know, skincare routine and then I make a cup of coffee and I do ex- probably half an hour to 45 minutes of this book which is a very practical book i was gonna say so can you can you just tell us like what things it suggests that you do that you would do in that 45 half an hour 45 minutes so the book itself is a book so you need to read the chapter let's say yeah so i chose to do it in daily increments yeah sure somebody could read it all in one sitting it's quite a big book but maybe Mm. You know, you can do it in one. And I do. I did it like, read my chapter, uh, half an hour, mm-hmm. let's say, because they are quite hefty chapters. And also, it's different when you're reading something that you need to absorb versus you're reading somebody else's story. Okay. So that's why for me it's different, because I'm like f- completely focused, completely in it. Mm. And then, at the end of the chapter, you have between one and six exercises you need to do. Okay. So you... P- Pick up your notebook or your journal or your phone and then you have writing exercises. Okay. So, for example, one of the exercises would be something along the lines of um, note down um, three ways or three things you want to feel once you have achieved your goal. Okay. So, let's assume your goal is going to the gym, mm-hmm. right? The exercise would be write three Three things, feelings, situations, how achieving this goal will make you feel. Mm. And you always write in the present tense. So you're, okay. not, you're not writing, I will feel happy. Yeah. No, you're like, so I've been to the gym, I'm happy, fulfilled, accomplished, proud. How does this manifest in my body? I get tingly, excited. I feel like I'm lighter. It's really interesting because Slee talked about that in her yes. episode. So she, yes. so just to go back, she, um, Slee, who is a um, also a cognitive behavioural therapist who helped train uh, Denise, she mentions about how switching your language to be in the present. So rather than, yes. for example, at the gym saying, well, this is going to do X, Y, Z for me. This is going to help me make more neurotransmitters. You say, no, you are building new Correct. neurotransmitters. Correct. Yeah. That That is one of the key language things uh, that manifestation, mindfulness and hypnosis all have in common. Mm. Is always in the present tense. Okay. For all of those of you who have already had sessions with me and we did hypnosis, you will remember every time I'm talking about suggestions, all of them are in present tense. Right. And when I'm asking you to think about something or to do something in between the sessions, they are always in the present tense. Mm-hmm. Although they might be in the future, as in oh, okay. I'm working towards my goal. Yeah. You're not saying I am. Uh, I'm, I will work. You're like, I am working. I am yeah. physically now building, building, yeah. building to get there. So in this uh, uh, exercise I was telling you from my, uh, my Make It Happen book, mm. well, not my book, the book I'm following is written by a, a lovely lady. I will link it back again. Yeah, we'll definitely put a link in the description so you guys can check it out. Yeah, 
it really helped me cement this daily practice. And I just did the exercises, which brought me again in the present tense, thinking about how I will feel when I achieve my stuff. Yeah. Right. And that comes back in a very circle way to the laws of the universe. And look, I'm not the most spiritual person in the universe. And I definitely don't believe everything that is out there. Okay. But I do find connections. And in this particular journey of mine, the connection was between this manifestation element and the law of vibration. As in, how do you vibrate on a molecular level, an energetic level, when you are happy? is very, very different than okay. how you vibrate when you're very, very angry, right. or very sad, yeah. or so on. So, right? And it was about shifting that energy so that I vibrate in those more positive ways. Okay. I'm not saying I haven't been angry or I haven't been sad or I haven't been upset in this uh, seven weeks. Mm. All I'm saying is aspirationally, I want to be in those more positive vibrational states. Okay. And that's kind of started making sense to me. And that is my daily practice. Now, I finished the book because it is a book, but it's not like never ending. No, but it's amazing that you've been able to dedicate, you know, half an hour to 45 minutes every morning to do it. That's pretty cool. Like, well done. Thank you. And I'm continuing the learnings of Mm. it because it talks about different things in your life and how to manifest the things that you want to happen and how how you should believe in yourself, which again complements what I do with my clients Mm. because... I say to every soul, uh, believe you can and you will mm. and you can. So you can as long as you believe you can. And that's what I've do, did most of these seven weeks is to practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. And I was also reminded by different people in my circle to practice what I preach. Yep. And sometimes they say the people who can't do teach. <laughs> well... The people who do and teach, I think those are more (laughs) important people. So that's what I've been aspiring to do. And so far, that is my daily practice. That works for me. Um, Meditation in itself Mm. doesn't work for me. It's not something that I can do all day, every day. It's not something I can build half an hour for every day. It's not that type of... I'm not yet there There. yeah fine what is one thing that doesn't work from for you from the daily practices you've tried oh that is a great question procrastination i'm gonna say that it's a big problem for me so for example like you know you can easily put off the gym by procrastinating you say oh yeah i'll go at lunch you get to lunch. Oh, yeah, I'll go before dinner. You get to dinner. Oh, but it's the evening. I'll cut your ass to go. And then other ways that I procrastinate, I would say, like, I know that it's important for me to have a proper wind-down routine at night, which is yeah. important for everybody, actually. Yeah. yeah. So mine has historically been 9 o'clock. I go upstairs to my bedroom. I turn the lights down low and I've got a, a very yellow lamp so there's less blue lights so my, you know, it's not keeping yes. my brain awake. Um, before when I was really diligent, I would go for a sh- have another shower at 9pm and get in my pyjamas and that's another really good way of winding down and then by 10 all screens would be down and I would read and I would be, I am asleep in half an hour. Like, I'm so proud of her sleep routine, guys. <laughs> but I procrast- at the moment, I am procrastinating all along that journey so I, at the moment, I'm not doing the showers. I'm not turning off my screens on time. And I'm not often reading. 
So that's gone a bit out of whack because yeah. sometimes, and I'm trying to think, well, why am I procrastinating? And it's a good question. And I think, you know, in the last week, it's very understandable that I've chosen that path because I yes. wanted a bit of escapism. But I think it's not the problem of, I suppose, discipline in the sense of I'm not a disciplined person because I really can be. It's just procrastination is so bloody tempting. So I would say that's my biggest problem, my biggest like yeah. roadblock to healthy routines, yeah. I would say. Um, it hasn't affected the exercise so much, which is fantastic. It has had a bit of a knock on effect only really in the last week or so. But generally, like I know that at the very least screens need to go down and you like I need to be reading. And yeah. literally sometimes I only read a sentence and I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, I'm yeah. ready for sleep. Yeah. Um, it really just depends. One thing I do think that's actually quite helpful and clever is if you have this is so random, but it's. I might, I might, it feels like the right time to say it but if you have a smartphone which um which can charge wirelessly mm. i highly recommend you get a wireless charger the reason is <laughs> because you have to put it down you have to put it down <laughs> when you go to sleep at night if you want your phone charged it has to be put down so i for, for ages i've had a stand which does my because I'm, I'm i'm an apple fiend and have the watch the airpods and a phone so i've got a stand that will charge all three but it's great because at 10 p.m. I just whack my phone on the charger. Yeah. It's down. I can't do anything with it. So I've got to pick up the book or like, or just go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's such a good way of like, if you can, if you can, uh, if you have the phone that is able to do that, it's a very Mo- worthwhile investment. Most of the smartphones today would be, um, you know, uh, wireless charged. Yeah. I, I am a Samsung Person, yeah i've been a samsung gal for very long time and i have the same thing i have a, a wireless uh, um you know charger so you physically have to put the phone down onto the thing so that it uh, it, it it um it's a deterrent yeah it's definitely yes, a deterrent. Yes. but the other thing i wanted to say is have you tried something that didn't work for you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was the question, wasn't it? Um, I tried something that didn't work for me. Not yet. So I think hmm. this week, you know, because I am mindful of weight, for me personally, just because I've been on contraception, that's kind of affected my body in that way. Um you know, I know I'm exercising, but my body hasn't really changed. And then, you know, you also do have to look at your diet. And I've done intermittent fasting before, but I'm going to I'm gonna look to try it again mm. in the upcoming week. For the reason being that, for me, even though breakfast is like my favourite meal of the day, it's very... I hate cooking breakfast in the morning because mm. I like a breakfast that's quick and done. Like, I don't like to mess around. Because then I sit down and then I like go on the social channels, look at the news, whatever, whilst I'm eating. And that's like a really sacred part of my day that I actually really enjoy. But the problem is the things that tend to be a bit quicker other than eggs are things that tend to be on a sweeter side, like things like smoothies or granola and berries and stuff like that. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, what's the meal that's like often the most sweet that I'll have that can more easily lead to weight gain? Go on. Can I give you a tip? Go on. The night before, mm. 
you prepare your mixture like you would on a normal omelette. Yeah. And instead of frying it, yeah, you bake it in the oven. And tomorrow morning when you wake up fresh and early, yeah. you have your eggs and omelette. No, and that's what I ready. did. So what I did last week, I think it was, no, it wasn't last week, it was the week before last I made um like mini frittata muffins. Mm, so I basically yeah, so I basically like sauteed all my veggies, put it into muffin cups, uh, with like some feta and baked it in the oven. And actually it was such a win because my parents really enjoyed them and it's so hard for them to get to like anything healthy. Mm. <laughs> um so that was definitely a win and I'm I'm going to do that again. But I've kind of it's piqued my interest and I just want to see if I can do it and see yeah. what that's like because also it's not you have to be careful with things like intermittent fasting in that they can become very, very strict rules um, that yeah, it can be problematic for some people. I don't think it's going to be a problem for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. I And I know that I'm self-aware enough to catch if, God forbid, it was to become a problem. But the benefit that it has is that it is great for regulating your blood sugar levels which is very important in terms of for like managing your mood and for your long-term health and to avoid things like diabetes um and i think it's also just um yeah i'm just intrigued to to see how that feels and Mm -hmm, see like mm -hmm. and see how that goes so it may be a practice that might not work for me and that's fine yeah Yeah. but it's something that i i think i would like to just give it a go yeah but in terms of like things that i've done that haven't worked there's not really i don't think for me personally there's not really been anything because to be fair the exercise by and large has gone okay Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. there's obviously like i don't love the app not the atmosphere in gyms that's the wrong word uh well i don't i had this guy like who was on the stretch mat next to me and i kid you not like he was doing all these extreme stretches with a uh um like a barbell so you know not the one with the long uh, bars that you then put weights on the side and honestly at one point he was on his back with all his, his arms up in the like up, yeah, and then his legs spread out in a V. Okay, and I was like, "This is a bit much. This is just a bit much." And like, well, you, you do, this... and then you get some, and then there were some guys who were like doing the thing with the ropes, and then he was getting his mate to film it, and I was like, "I don't, I don't." Yeah, like this. I mean, you you find all sorts of people in the gym, just like you find all oh, sorts you of do people in in life, life absolutely. Yeah. And to be fair, there have been some people to like, sometimes when the mat area is really busy for weight stuff, you can spill into some of the studio rooms like, yeah, where yeah, they normally yeah. have classes. Yeah. And sometimes you'll share that with other people. But when you respect that people are just there doing their own thing and you don't have to worry about them and they're not going to worry about you, it's fine. Yeah. But then when you get the people that make you feel self-conscious because either they're, yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. they're just distracting you for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but I have to say, like, apart from that, there's not really, I would say, been much that doesn't work except for the fact that I will just procrastinate. Well... How about you? Sorry, that was a very long-winded answer to quite a simple question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We feel chatty today, so this episode might be a little bit longer than our normal episodes. Who knows? We'll see where it goes. Um, before we, before I tell you... I mean, I've told you about meditation. That mm. is not really the thing for me. It doesn't really work as i heard out of people uh that works for them um what i wanted to say about procrastination is normally procrastination comes in the 
same bag with perfectionism. Mm-hmm. They come, they, they hold their hands very, very closely together. Okay. And I've experienced some of that as well yeah. at the beginning of, our, of, this, of, our, of this journey for seven weeks. And the other thing that I wanted to say about procrastination is you need to ask yourself, what are you scared of, fearful of, or what are you trying to avoid? That's a good point because I think I sometimes do it out of a fear of failure. Like, oh, you can do it out of a fear of failure. You can do it out of a fear of success. You can yeah. do it out of the unknown. Because if you don't do anything, then you have no answer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just don't want to know the answer just yet. Um, it also can be because you uh, are a perfectionist, and unless it's three hundred percent correct you don't want to do it yeah and so that's why i'm just saying if you guys out there struggle with procrastination just take a pause you know remember the micro pause that we were telling you for a very long time that we are obsessed with yeah we are obsessed still just think about what are you afraid of what are you avoiding it's really good advice and just see 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 what happens Mm. see what happens and then the other thing if you manage to do it if you really can do this i applaud you I started, it sucks, but it, it's working. Just do it imperfectly. Yeah. Take imperfect action. Imperfect action is better than no action. Oh, absolutely. So the other thing I wanted to say before I forget mm-hmm. is no decision is the worst decision. Oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. The worst decision you can ever take is take no decision. So either... You're doing it or you're not doing it. Don't yeah. stay in limbo land. Yeah. And the same with procrastination. Either you you want to do it or you don't. Just mm. Don't stay in limbo land. And decide. Make a decision in your head. Like today I'm going to do this task. But don't go in limbo saying maybe. Yeah. Or as I say to my clients, when, when somebody starts a sentence with, Oh, thank you, Denise. I will try. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no. Nope. Let's do it again. Yeah. You either do it or you don't. Yeah. Don't tell me you try because yeah, we've had this conversation before. We did. We definitely covered this in a previous episode, but yeah. it's worthwhile bringing up again. Like yeah. I, I totally get where you're coming from. So, yeah, what hasn't worked for me, as I said, meditation hasn't really... It's not something that attracts... I mean, it attracts me, but it doesn't. Yeah. I go around circles with it. And it might also be because, you know, I my time is quite restricted this couple of weeks. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say that didn't really work for me and I don't think it will work for me. I tried, I really tried going to the gym. Mm. I, I just, the moment I'm thinking, I, I've bought another membership Okay. and then I canceled it two weeks Okay. Ago. I didn't go for two weeks. I, I wanted to, you know, I was yeah. inspired by other people such as yourself mm. going and doing and then I was like, okay, fuck that. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, fair enough. It's just not something that it appeals to me. I think, like, you you just can't... Like, you you need to move your body. Like, that's, yes. that's a non-negotiable. How you do it depends on what it is that will get you moving. Yes. Like, if that makes sense. So... Yeah, yes. like, you've, you've kind of got to find the thing that works for you. And at the moment... I know the gym is kind of working for me, so I've just got to stick at it. Yeah, yeah, go, and just go keep for going. It. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and just keep challenging, challenging myself. But I, I do totally respect the fact that it's not for everyone. Mm. Uh, what might be good for you, you? I don't know if you've ever done it before, but things like class pass, where you just do boutique fitness classes. I was thinking about it. I found a local. Well, because I've been moving a lot this mm. 
year and stuff, it was quite difficult to make any commitment. Yeah, of but course. what I what I found locally, and I'm thinking maybe I should try it for the next few weeks while I'm still here, is um a Cuban dance studio. Oh, that sounds like fun. So exactly. I love dancing. Um, and I'm just thinking of doing that for a few short weeks before I move again. So I will, I'm thinking that's going to be my savior. Da- yeah. And dancing, like, it just gives you such great endorphins because like mm. you're listening to music that you also really like. Mm. It's probably going to be quite loud in a good yes. way. The music, it, everyone's going to be quite pumped. Like I, my friends who are a bit more into fitness, like I've definitely joked about taking me to a Bhangra fitness class. I'm like, that sounds amazing. Like, yeah, you just yeah. listen to really great music and you work like, and you're yeah. getting your sweat on. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, go yeah. for it. That's the one I want to do. And that's another daily practice, which I forgot to mention. And I will mention it here. At the beginning of this season, I was telling you about shifting energy and mm-hmm. how just get up, shake your body like nobody's oh, watching. Yes. And see how you feel energetically, mm. right? Um, if I sit down, uh, my work is sedentary. So I'm not, you know, mm. jumping when I'm seeing clients. I sit down and I do the same thing for my other uh, activities. So it's pretty much at the desk. Yeah. Um, when I do that for too many hours without a break, my knees start to hurt. Okay. And the way to... Give me the sign. It's not the the uh, app thing, or it's not the um, smartwatch. Like or anything. to tell you that you need to get up. Exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, those doesn't really work because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when the pain comes with from my knees because I've been in the same position for a long time, I just get up and dance. Nice. Even if I don't have music, I just blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. So for those of you who <laughs> potentially might see me do that out the window or something like that, <laughs> that is just me minding my own sweet business. Yeah. So um, just just do something. If if you feel like uh, your body feels a little bit stuck, just you know, garden and or like yeah, do rigorous anything, cleaning, anything that gets anything, you moving. Anything. Like yeah, like, even dancing without music. Just even yeah, absolutely. I mean yeah, I can't dance without music personally, but. I remember one day actually so random, but it was in like I think it was in the winter lockdown, which which just sucked, and uh, I think I just got so fed up that I just like in one evening I just put on this new like club classic club song that I just rediscovered mm. and just danced for ages in my room. And I was like, I feel so much better. I feel yeah, so much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night before I shut down my computer at that uh, ungodly hour, as I was saying earlier. I decided to take a piece of bread and in this kitchen, and Mira is here, she can vouch for it. It's not a huge kitchen. I was just dancing (laughs) without any sort of music and I was just like, you know, imagining I'm in some sort of a club while I was having a piece of bread because I was also malnourished because I didn't have time to eat. So I was doing two things at once and it just was very, very random. Yeah. (laughs) However... I was feeling better afterwards. Good. So again, guys, I think the message of today is we've tried things. Some of them worked. Some of them continue to work. Yeah. Some of them, mm, we don't know yet. Yeah. In, in your case, Mira, some of them I know mm-hmm. are not necessarily for me yet. Uh, explore. Explore, explore, explore. See what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and really pay attention to how you feel because I think with some of these things, when you start doing them, you... It's only when you stop when you realize how beneficial they actually are to mm. your well-being. So, like, you know, for example, 
I might not, I might not notice that I am less anxious, but other people will. Mm-hmm. And it's when you drop those practices and then you go, you fall back to old habits that then that whole thing starts creeping in again. So try, like, try as much as you can to pay attention because it's such an important motivator. Like how you feel is such an important motivator for yeah. any kind of beneficial activity. I would say. Yeah, yeah, and hydrate mm-hmm. and sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Move sleep, your body. Sleep, and move your body. Nourish yourself. Yes. So basically, you have to think about yourself like a beautiful plant. So you need the sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need water. You need feeding. And uh, unlike a plant, you need to move. And then you also need to... Connect with others, really. Yes. I would say. You need to be with other plants. <laughs> yeah, basically. You need to be in a forest. That's yes, right. exactly. So we are like plants in a way. Uh, it's just that we need to move our bodies as well. Exactly. And on that beautiful note, we are going to kiss you and leave you. We are going to leave everything in the description box below. So you know which books I am telling you about. In this case, only one book. And we are also going to link to the uh, first episode of this season mm-hmm. where we made our promises just so you can, you know, we're keeping ourselves accountable but you can also do that for us and you can tell us if we forgot anything and follow us like us give us information about uh, what you're struggling with if you want our answers if you can give us a cheeky five-star review we won't be upset with you for that no we're not gonna cry (laughs) it's just it helps other people find the podcast and that's uh and that's what we're trying to do is just spread the word of, of achievable uh and enjoyable lifestyle changes that will ultimately ultimately make you a happy and healthier person exactly and if you can just stop listening to all of those gurus out there and start listening more to your inner voice your inner truth and what works for you yeah and on that note we're gonna love you and leave you so we'll see you soon for the next episode take care everyone bye bye